blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees, and there is no John Spees today because he is out on vacation. So I am riding dirty and riding solo. Uh, so I am asking for everybody's patience in case I screw up any math or it takes a little bit of extra time to do the randomizer. And- Uh, dice and all that kind of stuff uh but today i want to say welcome back to the regular show well we had the tournament recently and there was really no change in format but we are continuing or we are back to a uh, regular contestant versus contestant no continuing on you know type of episode i do want to thank all the patrons who joined the tournament but also i want to thank these two new patrons we have got two Awesome people who jumped on just a tiny bit late to be on the tournament. That is a shame. But next year, there will be no doubt they will come in and they will kill it. I am certain of it. So in one corner, we have got a man whose social media presence explicitly states, I am a nerd. And you can tell he is proud of it. It's Donald the House Fuller. Hi. Thank you about that. See, see the Fuller House thing? Yeah. All right. <laughs> tell Donald, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, there's not really much to tell. I mean, to me, compared to mo- most of the contestants you guys normally have on, I, my life's kind of boring. Ah, <laughs> uh, I say the most exciting things. I'm a member of the community chorus whenever it gets back together. Mm-hmm. I play magic, video games, love music. Listen to a lot of podcasts. That's about it. Listening to podcasts is a great thing. And a man who can tell you about that uh, is our other guest. And and I will say in this epic battle of nerd versus jock episode, well, he might not be a jock. He's actually much more of a bench warmer. Uh, And his name is Josh DeBomb. Bombach. Bombach. Sorry. (laughs) Josh DeBomb. Bombach. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Well, you know, my day-to-day stuff is kind of boring, but uh, I have two hobbies. I think I probably have more nerd cred than I have uh, jock cred, but uh, we'll we'll start off with, yeah, I'm I'm one of eight members of the Benchwarmer Trivia podcast and uh we we do sports trivia not very well most of us but we have a good time um you know you can check us out on any of your pod catchers out there once again bench warmers trivia podcast and also with another buddy of mine uh i uh, am working on developing some tabletop games so we don't have anything really out there yet but uh hopefully soon we might uh, get a game or two um out there that people can buy and uh, the, our company name is Jab Games, so J-A-B Games. So we're on Facebook if you want to check us out. Yeah, hopefully soon we'll have some uh, some fun games for people to play. Absolutely. Everybody out there, check out Jab Games and check out the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast, especially the episodes that I'm on. Those are really good episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Without further ado, let's learn how to play our little game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories, 
focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, now that we know the rules to throw back trivia takedown, I want to know Donald and Josh just a little bit better. And since actually it sounds like y'all are both pretty big nerds, I want you to tell me your favorite science fiction ship in pop culture. Got to be the Serenity. Serenity, okay. We got a Firefly Flan, a Firefly 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 Fan. <laughs> like I keep screwing it up. <laughs> Firefly Fan. And how about Josh? Uh, I mean, Serenity is a, is an uh, admiral pick. Um, but I think I got to stay tried and true with the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Mm. Both great options. I have seen Firefly multiple times through. And of course, I've seen Star Wars many, many times. Um, if I had to pick for me, the X-Wing is cooler than even the Millennium Falcon. But, oh man, those are that's tough. <laughs> Serenity is cool. Serenity comes with some awesome people and some sexy people too. But, uh, <laughs> well, Millennium Falcon, you know, not, not as much. This is tough. You know what? I think I, I think I've got to give it to the Serenity. I think the crew of the Serenity is just a little bit cooler because the ships are pretty much equally cool. But I like the crew of Firefly and the Serenity a little bit better than Millennium Falcon. I'm sorry, Josh. don't don't let Chewbacca hear you. Say that. <laughs> That's, that will not end well for you. But yeah, you know, yes. I respect it. I respect it. All right. Uh, that means, Donald, you get to pick first in round one. So what category would you like to start things off with? I think I'll start with music. And your decade is the 90s. Weird Al released what I consider his magnum opus in 1999. At 11 minutes, 23 seconds, it's his longest recorded song and is titled after this city, the 32nd largest city in the U.S. by population, and hosts the world's largest annual gathering of hot air balloons. That would be Albuquerque. Uh, uh, Albuquerque. It is Albuquerque. All right, Donald's starting off strong with some Weird Al trivia. Always a good choice. And uh, Josh, what category would you like? I just want to point out I would have had that one correct as well, but uh, <laughs> I'm a big Weird Al fan. Uh, let's go with television. And your decade is going to be the 60s. This show ran from 1952 all the way to 1966. It was the longest running live action sitcom in TV history until It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia replaced it in, in 2020. And it starred the real life Nelson family, including pop star Ricky Nelson. in there somewhere whether i get to it or not um oh i had to get something old didn't i oh boy let's um my two sons 
My Two Sons is incorrect. Donald, you get a chance to steal. I do. Yeah. Uh, The only thing I can, I don't know why it's in my head, but probably wrong. Party of Five. uh, Party of Five, I don't know, uh, is incorrect. (laughs) Yeah. No, that was definitely more 90s time. Now, would it help if I said it was the the name of the show uh, included the names of Ricky Nelson's parents? Would that help? This is a tough one. Oh, Ozzy and Harriet? Yes, the adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Ozzy Nelson and Harriet Nelson. Yep, that is it. Well, unfortunately, just a little too late. All right, Donald, you get to pick your category. I'm going to go with toys and games. Toys and games. And we're staying in the 60s. Created by Mattel in 1964 as a response to requests that Barbie wanted to have children. However, instead of having a married pregnant Barbie, which would make her too domestic, Barbie would babysit this little sister. Would that be Skipper? That is Skipper. That was a very wordy question for what's Barbie's sister's name. But yes, you got it. All right. Mr. Bomb back. What are we doing? Not well. That's what we're doing. (laughs) Uh, This is just par for the course if you you listen to Benchwarmer's Trivia Podcast. So me getting trivia wrong, nothing new. Uh, Let's go with movies. And your decade is the 70s. Hot patootie, bless my soul. This musician really loves his rock and roll and played the character of Eddie in 1975's Rocky Horror Picture Show. Meatloaf. Meatloaf is correct. Uh, I love Rocky Horror. Like, it is the best. Yeah. All right. All right. We are moving along, getting some points across the board. That's good. Donald, what category would you like? And left, we have news and politics, fashion, slang, sports, literature, and food. Literature. Literature. And we are staying old. We are in the 50s. This satiric magazine was first published in 1952. It wasn't until 1954 that the iconic Alfred E. Newman made his first appearance, and not until 56 where he made his first full cover appearance. That would be Mad Magazine. That would be Mad Magazine. All right, Mr. Bombeck, Josh, what would you like? (sighs) Let's go sports. Let's go sports. And your decade is the 2000s. This Polish strongman won a record five World Strongest Man competitions between 2002 to 2008. He was best known for his impressive physique in a sport best known for larger competitors. <laughs> Can you read that again? You're the sportsman. You guys go really deep. <laughs> this and I is am not sh- something we go. We go I don't even think we've had any questions <laughs> on weightlifting. And that's that's oh, this is not weightlifting. This is strongman. Oh, they are slightly. They're, they're, they're the same thing. You gotta <laughs> I, lift heavy weights to be the strongman. If you guys did more strongman or powerlifting, uh, you know, questions, I would be all over that. But yes, yeah, strongman in particular is one of my favorite sports. So I will read it again because I can tell you need the help. This Polish strongman won a record five World Strongest Man competitions between 2002 to 2008. He was well known for his, his impressive physique in a sport best known for large competitors. None of those hints do anything for me. That's uh, 
<sighs> and this will not help, but his nickname is the Dominator. Let's go with the uh, Dominatsky. <laughs> Dominatsky. Uh, that's actually more Italian of a terrible accent. I apologize. Uh, no, Dominatsky is incorrect. <sighs> Donald, do you know this one? <laughs> I absolutely do not. <laughs> Care to make a guess or? Uh, no, <laughs> I can't okay. even come up with a pun. Yes. Uh, all right. Yes. He has a record five world strongest man championships. Now people would probably say Zdrunas Zaviskis, um, has, is better. Um, he's got four and a whole bunch of other stuff or Brian Shaw who also has four, but this man, I am looking for Matias Pujanowski. Uh, he is, he's absolutely fantastic. You know, I know this is, uh, won't make sense to your listeners, but who? Exactly. I knew you. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Throwing my tagline from the bench warmers. So mm-hmm. I love Marius Pujanowski. Okay, all right. We are back to Donald. What category would you like? No news. News. And we are in the seventies. In 1972, the Cold War moved to the chessboard. The Soviet Union had won the World Chess Championship every year since 1948 until this American captured the title from the Russian Boris Spassky on August 31st. Bobby Fischer? Bobby Fischer is correct. Josh, what you got for us, man? What do you like? Food, slang, fashion, and that's it. One of those. I was going to say, I have, I have the correct answers to not my questions. Um, <laughs> ah, I see. That, that, that's what I have, but... Uh, if, if there's anything to come out of this episode, it is watch more Strongman. It's the best. No, 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 no. And, unless the it's odds? the old school, like when Ken Patera and, you know, those guys were competing. Maybe I, I watched, saw some of those. I, I didn't even know it was still a thing, to be honest with you. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. Well, that's all right. Your game hurts. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, your score is hurting my eyes. How about that? Yeah, Josh? thanks. Appreciate it. Let's go slang. <laughs> okay. And your decade is the 80s. In the early 80s, this portmanteau came to be. It's a program-length television advertisement, typically between 30 minutes to one hour long, that focuses on a product or service by presenting fake impartiality towards it. Would that be an infomercial? That would be an infomercial. Okay. All right, Donald, we are back to you. We have food and fashion. I'll go with food. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. Name this line of fruit-flavored beverages marketed primarily towards children that was first produced in 1991. It resembles both Kool-Aid bursts and the discontinued squeeze-its coming in separate plastic containers. I can picture it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, not coming to me. Uh, I'm just going to throw it. Squeeze them ups. Squeeze them ups. I like that name a lot, but it is not squeeze them ups. Uh, Josh, can you take this one? Can you repeat it, please. Can name this line of fruit flavored beverages marketed primarily towards children that was first produced in 1991. It resembles both Kool Aid bursts and the discontinued squeezes coming in separate plastic containers. I have no idea. I was not uh, so much a kid in the 90s, so uh, 
Um, it's not right, but I will say Capri Sun because that came out before that. But that's all I got. Capri Sun did come out before that. Uh, no, these ones, yes, had like the separate plastic containers. You could squeeze them. They looked a lot like Squeeze-Its, but not as tall and have the faces that Squeeze-Its had on it. These were called Mondos. Oh, Mondos. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never heard of them. Oh. I remember good. those. They were good. Uh, let's see. 91, I was 16. I don't think I was drinking, you know, drinking. Mondos. 91, I was two. Yeah. <laughs> six. I was five and six. Yeah. So, all right, Josh, that means you are left with fashion and it is the two thousands. This shoe rolled into stores in the year 2000 due to the possibility of potential injuries or copious scuffing. This item was banned in some areas such as malls and schools. They call the Heelys. It is called Heelys, correct. And that was a question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. And props to Josh for getting some more points. Finally. I'm just kidding. All right. We've actually got our, a close one. That is the end of round one. And I am doing our score update. And I see that we have got uh, Donald slightly in the lead with 40 to Josh's 30. As Donald got to go first in round one. Josh, that means you are picking for Donald in round two. Let's give him sports. Okay. Interesting. Not trying to hold that one off for yourself. <laughs> I got to try and I, I got to hope I get some steals outside of yeah. whatever I get given. So I was going to say, I, I probably scared you away with my Marius Pujanowski. It certainly didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The, this question is going to be in the 50s. All right, Donald. Okay. In, 19, in 1956, Don Larson pitched the only perfect game in World Series history in Game 5 of the World Series. He became the series MVP as this team he played for beat the Brooklyn Dodgers in seven. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Yankees. The New York Yankees is correct. Oh, that was a guess. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. Yes. It was one of the few uh, New York versus New York World Series. So very cool. All right, Donald, what would you like to pick for Josh? I'll give him fashion. Giving him fashion. And your decade is the 50s. Jeez. So you're right, right in the edges <sighs> of our fashion. Okay. This American brand of contemporary casual footwear for men, women, and children was founded in 1958. This durable leather shoe brings both comfort and style, but it's not deep fried like the name might suggest. It's not deep fried. <laughs> really threw you through a loop with that one. Uh, yeah, you must want to read that clean one more time. And... I would love to. This American brand of contemporary casual footwear for men, women, and children was founded in 1958. This durable leather shoe brings both comfort and style, but it's not deep fried like the name might suggest. I don't even know if I can... Not deep fried. What does that even mean? Uh, boy, I, I don't even have a guess. I... I got nothing 
You're guessless. Okay. All right, Donald, you get a chance to steal this one. It was definitely the deep fried that gave it to me. It's the Hush Puppy. Hush Puppies is correct. That is a shoe. Good, good job. All right, Josh, you get to uh, pick for Donald. Uh, I'm, I'm all out of sorts, Adam. I am all out of sorts with your questions. I mean, hush puppies are delicious, though. You cannot deny this. Love. I've some, maybe actually. had them once or twice in my life. We don't have we don't have hush puppies up north, really. That's that's no, not a northern thing. Yeah, I'm in the south. So that's that's I don't know. I can't live without a hush so puppy. So that isn't when I when I that what hush puppies would have not been a thing that crossed my mind as a deep fried uh, thing. I only know of them because of separately a couple of southern comedians. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, all right. Hey, there's the benefit of moving to the south. So you can be better at our trivia games. Uh okay. All, all right, right. Well let's uh let's give uh Donald a food. And your decade is the 60s. Name this canned sloppy joe sauce that was introduced in 1969. The can contains seasoned tomato sauce that is added to ground beef and cooked in a skillet. It is marketed as a quick and easy one-pan meal for the whole family. The manwich. Not my manwich. It is manwich. And that is another question from Jackie Lefave. Thank you so much, Jackie. Did you know that one too, Josh? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's how uh, the trivia cookie crumbles. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Donald, what would you like to give Josh? Give him news. Okay. And the decade is the 80s. Ronald Reagan's strategic defense initiative was proposed mili- uh, was a proposed missile defense system intended to protect the United States from attack by ballistic strategic nuclear weapons. And it was given this pop culture nickname. Star Wars. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Correct. Look at you, Mr. Millennium Falcon. You got that one. <laughs> All, right. All right, Josh, what do you want to give to Donald? Let's give him literature. And your decade is the 2000s. In Marvel's 2008 storyline, Secret Invasion, this race of green, shape-changing aliens have secretly replaced many superheroes in the Marvel Universe with imposters. The Skrull. It is the Skrull Empire. Absolutely, the Skrulls. And yeah, I think we're going to get some more of those coming up in the MCU. For people who don't know about them, they should be popping up even more. So... All right, Donald, what do you want to give Josh between toys and games, slang, and movies, music, and TV? Give him slang. Giving him slang. And decade is the 90s. This word, often heard in the 90s, was used as an adverb similar to really. In 2002, it was further popularized in a song by No Doubt. One more time, please. Mm-hmm. This word, often heard in the 90s, was used as an adverb similar to really. In 2002, it was further popularized in a song by No Doubt. Oh, man. Boy, I'm coming up blank with some of this. This is not my day for trivia, apparently. <laughs> um, man, 2002. 
I can't think of uh, anything that would have been with no doubt that means really. I know that would have been around the time with hella good. So that's what I'll, that's what I'll say. Hella or hella good is correct. Hella is the uh, adverb. I'm feeling hella good, feeling ah. really good, really or very. Wow. That is not how I interpreted that question. So oh. I'm glad I'll take it. <laughs> I was taking it as in like, almost like really a question mark. Like, really? Oh, okay. Well, all right. Yes. Hey, 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 yay. <laughs> you're not a complete idiot. Uh, no, not complete. <laughs> just mostly. <laughs> just. We love you, Josh. All right. All right, Josh. What do you want to give Donald? Uh, what do we got left? Uh, movies, music, television, and toys and games. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go toys and games. Okay. All right. And we are staying in the 90s. Guybrush Threepwood is a mighty pirate and the protagonist of what video game series beginning in 1990 by LucasArts that takes place on fictional islands in the Caribbean. The Secret of Monkey Island. Yes, the Monkey Island series is correct. I one of my I did not have that one. Just okay. Just thought, <laughs> one of my absolute favorite like PC game series. I love Monkey Island. So, all right. And Donald, what do you want to give to Josh? Well, movies. Giving him movies. And it's going to be the 80s. Come with me if you want to live was perfectly said by Arnold in 1991's T2 Judgment Day. But the line was first uttered by this actor in the 1984 original Terminator movie when he played Kyle Reese. Oh, man. What is his name? Um, mm, 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 mm. Does it help if I do my Arnold impression? No, because no, it's come not with him. me if you want to live. It's not too him. bad. <laughs> I, um, I know, but that's the whole trick. I think is it Michael? Is it Bane? Is that how you pronounce it? It's B. He was born into darkness. <laughs> no, no, Bane. Uh, sorry, bad joke. That wasn't that funny. I'm gonna give it to you because it's B I E H N. It's Michael. Bean is how he pronounces okay, it. Yeah, I, I've, I've only seen it. I've not heard it okay. pronounced. Bane. But so. Bane, I could see how people could pronounce it Bane. So I'm giving that hey, one to you. appreciate the charity. <laughs> All right. What do you want to give to Donald? Do you want him to have music or TV? Well, I want myself to have TV, so I'll give him music. Okay. And ooh, we are going to the 50s. And this is also a trip to the throwback lounge. Oh, my. <laughs> so you're going to have to name the singer of this 1953 number two hit. When the moon hits your high like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Hey, it's already <laughs> lounge, so I didn't, you know, I couldn't extra lounge it. <laughs> Uh, one of two people in my head right now. Uh, one. Go Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra is incorrect. Josh, you get a chance to steal. Is it Dean Martin? It is Dean Martin. That was the other one. Yep. That's the one. All right. That leaves TV for Josh. 
And his decade is the 2000s. Name this action thriller TV series created by J.J. Abrams. It ran from 2001 to 2006 on ABC, and the main character, Sidney Bristow, was a double agent for the CIA, posing as an operative for SD6, a worldwide criminal and espionage organization. One more time, please. I'm going to get yep. all that. Name this action thriller TV series created by J.J. Abrams. It ran from 2001 to 2006 on ABC. The main character, Sidney Bristow, was a double agent for the CIA, posing as an operative for SD6, a worldwide criminal and espionage organization. Is this Alias? It is Alias. <sighs> All right. Good job. All right. Let me uh, do some quick math. Holy moly. Unless uh, I'm wrong here, we have got us a tied game going into the finals. Nope, I'm wrong. Um, I have the score as Donald 90, myself with 80. Oh, I had you at 80 and Donald at 80, so I must have missed a Donald one. So he only yeah. missed two of his questions and picked up one of mine. I missed three and picked up one of his. So I'll, well, I'll trust you. Donald, that seemed right to you? Sounds good to me. All right, then that's what we're going to go with. All right. I'm doing it one by myself. Hey, that, that's all right. That's why I'd help you out. I'm the score I, guy. I Whenever I'm hosting, it. I always keep score with everybody. Yeah. So, yep. Hey, as much as I'd like it to be tied, it, it just is. All right. Going into our final round, we have kept just a 10 point lead. It is still a very close game. It can go either way. Donald has got 90. Josh has got 80. And so uh, that means, Donald, you get to pick your uh, category for our final round. Uh, we'll pick toys and games. Toys and games. And the decade will be the 80s. And Josh, what category do you want for the final round? Well, I almost feel like I have to do it just because I have a sports trivia podcast. Let's go sports. Sports. And your decade is the 60s. All right, so Josh and Donald, I'd like y'all to put in your wagers based on the categories of 80s toys and games and 60s sports. Locked in. Okay. Do you need me to send anything to you or just? I trust you. If you guys are really that much of jerks to cheat on a, <laughs> a podcast trivia, silly podcast trivia game. No, no, I just didn't no. know how you, I just didn't know how you did that. Part. No, I trust, I trust you. Okay, here is your question in 80s Toys and Games. Name this card game created in 1982. It's based on a variant of Rummy, requires a specific deck, and gets its name from the defined levels that a player must advance through in order to win. It's also the second best-selling commercial card game, only behind Uno. And your 60s sports question. This NL East team's first season happened in 1962, posting a 40-win, 120-loss record, the most losses by a major league team in the modern era. Luckily, the franchise bounced back later in the decade, winning the 1969 World Series, beating the Baltimore Orioles four games to one. And while our contestants are thinking about their answers, I'm here to tell you all to check out every 
episode of every show on the Blastmar Pass Network. Not just all those. Those are great shows. And I also want to say, check out Benchwarmers. Benchwarmers is fantastic. Yes, check out the shows that I'm on. They're good. They're awesome. They're hilarious. You'll get some of my humor on there, and I think you guys will appreciate it, especially if you check out the uh, All Things Waffle Crisp episode. But besides that, it's really good. These guys know their sports trivia. It's scary how much they know, and I really appreciate them, and I appreciate them for having me on. So, all right, do y'all need any questions reread? No, I'm locked in. Okay. All right, Josh, as you were behind... I would like you to tell me your answers to our two final questions. Um, a question or my answer to toys and games of the eighties is phase 10. And my answer to sports in the sixties is the New York Mets. All right. And Donald, what were your two answers? Uh, phase 10 and the Mets. And the Mets. All right. And your answers, the card game that was created in 1982 and it is the best selling only behind Uno is phase 10. And it was the New York Mets who were the NL East team who sucked terribly in their first season, but bounced back later in the decade and won the World Series. So comes down to our wagers. How did this turn out? Both contestants getting the correct answers. Josh, what did you wager? I wagered 11 points. 11. Okay. And Donald, how much did you wager? I bet it all. Ooh, okay. He bet it all. All right. Well, that makes it uh, pretty obvious with a score of 180 to 91. Donald Fuller, the house, has just taken the game. Great job. Good game. Tough trivia. Yes, mm. I know it. this is uh, how it goes sometimes where you always feel it's the other person who gets the questions right. But Donald, you, you guys both did great. You stole a couple of each other's answers. So mm -hmm. that was a good first game back. Yeah, you know, the second the uh, second round went a little bit better for me, and uh, yes. I was I was hoping that uh, the sports one might have been a, a, a little trickier for the final, but uh, that's all right. Either that, <laughs> or Donald was slow playing me on his uh, sports knowledge. One of the two. Uh, to be honest, that's the only East Coast NL game team that I can name. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. Well, good thing you had a New York Yankees and a New York Mets question. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I get stuck uh, with the uh, <laughs> strong man. <laughs> Josh, is there anything you would like to say before we head out? Uh, thank you, Adam, for, for having me on. Even um, I'm used to losing at trivia. That's uh, if you listen to my podcast, that's that's not new. So um, that's all right. It just par for the course. Donald, well done. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I, I did all right. I did good enough. You know, yes, you I, did. You did very good. I had a chance to possibly win. Um, but if you want to hear me not win very often, um, check out the Benchwarmers Trivia podcast on all your podcatchers and uh, go ahead and check out Jab Games. Give us a look. Uh, follow us on Facebook and you'll find out when those games are coming up. Cool. All right. And Donald, anything you would like to mention before we head out? Thank you for having me on. This was fun. I really don't have much presence on the internet. I mostly use it for viewing myself, viewing stuff myself. So, yeah. All right. Well, for John, who's out uh, on vacation, I'm Adam, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke.